What's up, everybody? This is Adam Rankin. You are listening to Jay on the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast, perhaps the greatest podcast in fantasy football history. Jay is a man who will one day usurp me as the greatest bald fantasy analyst in the world. But until that time, I will hold on to that title. But if you could just listen to Jay, I would consider that a personal favor to me. Day, a day for giving thanks for or taking punishment from a team that is known as Star Bears. Tune in, this is where it's at. The fantasy football plug podcast. You know that we got it popping. Oh, yeah, that's apparent. Got a shout out to my homie, one and only Jay Parrish. Yeah, tune in, you already know what's up. They call him the fantasy football plug. It's time to turn it up. I bet you can't get enough. Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana, huh, bruh? Hey, the fantasy football plug podcast. Let's go. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. I, of course, am Jay the Plug, the Fantasy Football Plug, always giving you what you need in fantasy football. Um, Back with another episode of my 32-team fantasy relevance. Today, we have the Bears, the Chicago Bears. Shout out Bears Brews and the Bros. I'm going to go ahead and throw in a bear down for you, even though it breaks my heart every time I do. I think my soul shrinks just a little or goes a little bit more dark. Um, <laughs> my shout outs. First off, let's go with Bears, Brews, and the Bros. Their podcast, Fantasy Fornicator, Fantasy Sweetness, Fantasy Renegade, Doc, PLC. Y'all need to get after them, man. They have a phenomenal podcast. Their shows are fucking hilarious. It's just a great all-around experience whenever I'm listening to them. They are on the plugs must-listen list. Um, Bear down, fellas. Bear down. Uh, Hard to start fantasy football. Man, hard to start fantasy football uh, podcast. Uh, Get on YouTube and get after them. They've got some videos that will split your sides. You'll be laughing so hard. Um, great dudes, uh, probably some of my closest buddies that I, I started off, um, with them helping me out and showing me the ropes a little bit, uh, been with them since day one, uh, be them till the, be with them till the end. And I will support them and push them as much as I can. Not really much pushing needing anymore. I mean, everybody's starting to realize who these guys are, uh, hard to start Kev Guccini, JD, AOB fantasy football league. They've got everything you possibly need for awesome analysis. Uh, Kurt, um, <clears throat> I believe that's uh, my other guy's name on on the uh, podcast. He just came back, but um, hard to start Kurt, I believe. I haven't seen his Instagram or anything like that, but this guy knows what he's talking about. And what I love is that he comes with some some shockers, um, and he's not afraid to say it either. I love it. It's it's just a phenomenal experience. Um, Listening to these guys, watching them, they have their live draft on YouTube, which uh, shout out to them giving me the idea to do it this year to uh, live stream it. But man, it, they bring back what fantasy football is supposed to be. Just like Bears, Brews, and the Bros, Hard to Start Fantasy Football Podcast comes through with the camaraderie. It's an awesome, awesome experience. So definitely go subscribe to their YouTube channel. Uh, Hard to start, that's H-E-A-R-T-2, the number two, start fantasy football. 
and uh, you will not be disappointed. You will thank me. Piggy Bank Picks, my guy. Um, he's another one I just started with. Not just started with, but he's another one who, when I started, he has been with me since the beginning. He has been a constant um, help. He, he's just a great guy. Like he's He's been helping with everything. Um, one in the same fantasy shop that also will take care of your handicapping needs. If you understand what I'm saying, we're not talking Sopranos. Um, guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to, um, making money, so to speak, uh, with fantasy football, sports, all the like. So definitely hit him up. He's also a damn good fantasy analysis, uh, analysis, Christ, fantasy analyst, my dude's got it in spades, so definitely hit him up. Complicated Kai, uh, probably one of the uh, best editors out there. He's doing editing for all of my uh, videos, taking care of all of my um, YouTube stuff. I mean, he's he's just been a tremendous help and uh, just a great person as well. Like he he knows his stuff. And y'all make sure to check out his girls spot, Ocean and Rose. Um, Looks like it's uh, like a modeling company. It's it's a number of things. It, it looks pretty pretty awesome. It looks like they're coming out with a clothing line. Um, definitely go to Ocean and Rose and check that out and learn a little bit more. Definitely learn a little bit more than I have. I feel like an asshole for not knowing everything about it just yet. But I just wanted to give them a shout out because they're definitely on a come up and everything I see um, actually looks looks pretty awesome. Um, just definitely go check that out. Um, I apologize if I am forgetting anybody in these shout outs, I promise. I'm going to go through and I'm going to make a list of everybody. But if I if I sh- gave shout outs to every person that I want to give a shout out to, that would be a full episode in itself, um, which I've actually thought about doing is an episode to give shout outs to everybody who I've been in contact with and who I've been um, getting so much help from. <clears throat> um, Joe Morley, sports show. Uh awesome show. And Joe is a beast when it comes to like, I mean, I just, I love watching Joe. He's hilarious. Like it's, it's, he definitely goes off the cuff and that's something I love about him. He's so learned when it comes to sports and everything that he talks about. Uh, it's just a great show. So definitely get on there and check that out. Um, I just got, you know, Mike on the mic, just a lot that I need to uh, give shout outs to. And I promise you, I will do that. Um, anyway, here we go. The Chicago Bears. <clears throat> now, if you've been paying attention, the Bears have a quarterback quandary, and I think they will need a training camp to figure out whether they will start Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles. Everyone thinks because Trubisky's rough 2019 season that Foles gets the job automatically, but I don't think that's the case. Um, they're different. Foles is a short passing guy who gets all uh, who gets the ball out. Trubisky is much better on the move and with the second reaction plays where the play breaks down. So <clears throat> he's good. Trubisky's good at scrambling, um, which we've seen him do. I, I think he's better on his feet, obviously, than Foles. Foles is more of a pocket passer, but he likes to do little quick passes. So I, you know. It's up in the air, really. I really hope that they put it to pull it together for Mitch Trubisky. I liked the kid, um, but you know, I, I think Foles is a better, uh, better team leader, but or a game, you know, better at controlling the game. So 
We'll see. So let's start off with Trubisky. Despite playing through a left shoulder injury, Trubisky set career highs in completions and pass attempts in 2019, but took a step back in yards per throw, which was 6.1, lowest among all starters. Um, If healthy, he could bounce back in 2018, um, uh, excuse me, bounce back to the 2018 levels and become an attractive waiver wire pickup. Uh, Just remind you of his 2018 numbers. He threw 434 passes completing 289 of them for 3,223 yards and 24 touchdowns. However, he had 12 interceptions, but, you know, it's not it's not disgusting, really. His numbers were good. I mean, everybody loved Trubisky. They thought he was going to be the second coming of Christ the following year. Um, he also ran for 421 yards and three rushing touchdowns. There's that rushing I was talking about. So he has the talent. Let's see if it shows up in 2020. Nick Foles. Super Bowl 52 winning QB has been arguably the best backup in the NFL. Coming through for the Eagles behind Mike Vick in 2013, then two teams, and five years later, coming through for Philly again after Carson Wentz went down and winning the Super Bowl MVP. Foles is a quarterback that can take control of a game, but is most likely going to be backing up Trubisky. Um, this is going to be a rough season at QB for the Bears. Anytime one or the other has a bad game, the other will most likely get the start the following week. Foles got the bag with Jacksonville. He secured it, <laughs> but ended up sitting out due to an injury. So Minshew took advantage and blew the fuck up. I'm honestly steering clear of the QB situation in Chicago, and I suggest you do the same. Just pay attention to them on the waiver wires. Whenever one gets the start and you're like, it's a streaming option, if you decide to stream that way, go for it. That's, I mean, you know, you could end up being a genius at that point. Moving on to the running backs, shall we? David Montgomery. At running back, Chicago is no doubt counting on David Montgomery to take a step up in his second season. He's a tough runner with great balance who can take physical contact. Last season, Montgomery wasn't much better than teammate Tariq Cohen um, in early downs. So 3.7 yards per rush, if you're looking at that. But Chicago still gave him 16.7 touches per game. So there is upside here with Montgomery's three-down ability, but the Bears need to solve their O-line issues to create bigger plays. I personally believe Montgomery will bounce back this season and be a decent RB2. Um... Uh, a high-end RB2, honestly. I think he has the ability. They just they just need to start getting him the ball more. Um, as far as, you know, they, they need to keep him in the game more. They need to keep Tariq Cohen's ass on the bench <laughs> and just let Montgomery run it and see what happens. I mean, their offensive line needs to be fixed. Once that's done, I think Montgomery will end up being, you know, in the top 10. I really do, especially with his uh, – Uh, with his touch count. Um, All right, Tariq Cohen. Both his yards per rush, 3.3, and yards per catch, 5.8, last year, scream bench roll. Chicago's offense, excuse me, Chicago's offense failed in all areas, which gives Cohen a chance at the rebound in value, though. So he'll need to wrestle snaps away from Montgomery, which 267 touches to Cohen's 143. You see, so, I mean, he needs to get more opportunity, but I don't see that happening. Cohen could be a steal in PPR if he falls far enough, really, because, I mean, he will catch balls out of the backfield. That's just how Tariq Cohen plays, and sometimes he can scramble enough to make a big play out of it. Wide receivers, Allen Robinson. Everybody knows how I feel about Allen Robinson. I fucking love Allen Robinson. 
Robinson is a very good boundary receiver. <clears throat> he's clearly their number one receiver, and I think he's going to bank up on targets. He is going to continue to get as many targets as he can handle. They're going to keep throwing him that ball because what happens when they do? He catches it, and he makes plays. I'm still not sure why people sleep on Robinson, but happy they do because I'll draft him. He hit 1,147 yards on 154 targets. That's 154 targets. I said that right. With 98 receptions and seven touchdowns with Trubisky's bum ass throwing to him. Robinson has hit 1,400 yards in 2015 when um, he had Bortles throwing to him. I mean, goddamn. Seriously. Like, the, the dude doesn't need a good quarterback to be a freak. Like, it, that just goes to show you his skill, his talent level. Um, I mean, what's this dude need to do to get some fucking respect? Robinson is a clear number one on that team, and he will keep getting targets and keep making catches. Crazy calling him a quote-unquote sleeper sometimes. I mean, I've, I've, I've realized his ADP is starting to, to fly up. So that's the one thing that sucks about being a fantasy football analyst. You tell everybody all these different tips, and then they start listening. <laughs> and then by the time you get to your draft, you're hosed. Because somebody will grab him before you do. Um, but he will finish higher than his ADP. And he's, you know, he's either right at 10 or a little bit, little bit after. He's, he's between 10 and 15, but I, I think he's going to finish inside the top 10. Um, Anthony Miller, the second receiver on this depth chart. I think he can be an emerging player in this third season. Um, a left shoulder injury that required two surgeries has limited his growth. And last year, Chicago's offense was a mess in all areas. Miller did shine in weeks 13 with 140 receiving yards and week 15, 118 yards, which may be signs of impending breakout. You know, um, he's definitely somebody to look at and grab. He still has a lot to prove in his third year in the league, but I feel he's up for the challenge. I think that Anthony Miller is one of those guys that you can see late in the drafts that nobody seems to be paying attention to. As you scroll or look down the list, you'll see him sitting there and you're at like, say, I don't know, they're at the turn at 12, and you're eight picks away. You see his name getting closer and closer and closer, and man, whenever he lands, you're like, yes, you got him. Or somebody is doing the exact same thing and ends up scooping him right before you, and then that point, you want to stab somebody in the face with a pencil. Um, so, <laughs> so this is a question. Who will land... The third wideout spot uh, is me. I have no idea. Will Corderell Patterson get more snaps at receiver? Javon Wims has been with the team for two years. They drafted Riley Ridley last year and drafted Darnell Mooney from Tulane in the fifth round. Now, Mooney reminds me of Taylor Gabriel, who was in Chicago last year. So maybe Mooney will play in those packages. I don't know. Um, Corderell Patterson has shown that he's got skill with his feet. He's one of the best returners um, in the game. So I don't know if they'll actually use him as a receiver. Uh, so I don't know. And Riley Ridley is a beast. So I'm really hoping that they give it to Riley Ridley. But Mooney just reminds me so much of Taylor Gabriel. I, I just see that. I see him getting put in these packages. I don't know. I just I hope they get it figured out. I do like the Bears. I really do. Um, <clears throat> now, tight ends. Jimmy Graham. If anybody knows me or anybody grew up with me, they know that Jimmy Graham holds a place in my heart. 
Um, got his signed jersey hanging up on my wall from when he was with the Saints. Oh, how far the giant has fallen. Um, being a Saints fan, Jimmy was a monster there. I, I, I get it. Anybody can just say that all the time. I mean, yeah, you have Drew Brees feeding him the ball, but I mean, hell, he made contested catches that nobody had any business catching. I mean, anyway, since he's left New Orleans, he went to Seattle and was an end zone threat for sure. Then he left to Green Bay and was barely a blip on the radar. Uh, after I told everyone that Aaron Rodgers does not feed his tight end, but no one listened. Everyone's like, man, I'm going for Jimmy Graham. And they really reached for him. And I had the last laugh. And I love saying I told you so. I don't give a shit who you are. You always love saying I told you so. Anybody who says, well, you know, I'm not really the guy to say I told you so. Fuck that. I told you so. Now he's with the Bears. And I don't know how they're going to utilize him. Trey Burton was terrible while he was there. So is that a glimpse into the crystal ball for Jimmy Graham? I don't know. Um, I hope, I hope he comes back to relevancy. I just don't see it happening. Um, Second on the tight end uh, death chart, Cole Komet. Drafted out of Notre Dame in the second round. Between Graham and Komet, Komet is a more traditional tight end. He lines up on the line of scrimmage. Graham is more of a movement tight end. I'm not touching either guys in drafts. Uh, just to be honest, I'm not touching either of them. So if anybody wants to, go right ahead. You have a good time. I'm not touching either. <clears throat> now, the league's top defense in 2018 had 17 fewer picks and 18 fewer sacks last year. And outside linebacker Khalil Mack's 8.5 sacks were the fewest since 2014. But... The Bears still finished fourth in points allowed, and the return to health of uh, defensive tackle Akeem Hicks and inside linebacker Roquan Smith will inspire a rebound. Last season, they posted, the defense posted 224.5 points, which is strong. That's not bad for a defense. Anything over 200 points or 210, I'm, I'm happy with. I'll take on a defense. Um, <clears throat> with 32 sacks, 10 interceptions, 9 fumbles recovered, Defensive touchdown, uh, 1,205 return yards. Corderell Patterson, got to love him. A safety and a return touchdown. So that is something to definitely look at. The Bears are still relevant on defense, which I love to see because um, I love Khalil Mack, man. Like, I, I can't get enough Khalil Mack, bro. Like, he's a fucking monster. He's awesome. Um, so is Akeem Hicks, Roquan Smith. I mean, shit, their whole defense is fantastic. Um, now, to their kicker, Eddie Pinero. Um, something interesting, he hasn't had any kind of double dink or anything like that issues, unless, you know, maybe thinking about like college or something. I'm not sure. But uh, last year, he was one of one for zero to 19 yards, eight of eight for 20 to 29, nine of 10 for 30 to 39, three of seven for 40 to 49, and two of two for 50 plus. And 29 PATs made. So he is uh, not worth looking at, <laughs> if you ask me. I mean, that, uh, Jesus, that three of seven for 40 to 49, that scares the living shit out of me. But anyway, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you sticking through it with me. Um, that is my episode of The Bears for my 32-team fantasy football relevance. Um, hope everybody has a great day. Again, I appreciate y'all sticking through it. 
I will continue to drop episodes and get better and better as I go because I know right now they are just straight dumpster fire. But I still consider myself fairly new at this since I started in May. So get off me (laughs) and haters going to hate. But that's okay. If you don't have any haters, you're doing something wrong. Am I right? So thank you all again. Have a great day. Don't forget to tip your your waiters and waitresses. I'm out. Ah, prayer. (laughs) We thank Dick and God for all they have provided. For the food we eat, the air we breathe, and for the domination enjoyed by a certain team from a certain town that hey, starts hey, with hey, a hey, 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 the game starts. Oh, all right, all right, all right. We'll get back to that during a commercial. Tune in. This is where it's at. The fantasy football plug podcast. You know that we got it popping. Oh yeah, that's apparent. Got a shout out to my homie, one and only Jay Parrish. Yeah, tune in. You already know what's up. They call him the fantasy football plug. It's time to turn it up. I bet you can't get enough. Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana, huh, bro? Hey. The Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jay, the Fantasy Football Plug here with the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. Hollering at y'all to let y'all know about something called Monkey Knife Fight. Got to be one of the best daily fantasy games that you can play. Got an app. You can go online. Y'all make sure to get to monkeyknifefight.com and get that money. Use the promo code PLUG. That's P-L-U-G. And receive a match on your first $50. That's free money. Go get it. Who doesn't like free money? This is the easiest daily fantasy site out there. And the prop bets are so easy to make. Seriously, if I can understand it and I can figure out how to do it, anybody can. Like a toddler could figure this out. Uh, But don't let them bet. They're too young. Um, One of the best things about Monkey Knife Fight is you can play all year since it can be used for every sport. From football to golf. Hell, I'm sure they'll probably figure out something for badminton. Uh, And you don't play against pros, all right? There are no entry limits, no randomness involved. Play against the house only. Seriously, guys, go get that money. Monkeyknifefight.com. You cannot go wrong with this daily fantasy game. It's a blast. You got an app that you can download or just go online to monkeyknifefight.com. I'm out.